the, the emphasis is on the mind. The mind is what makes this place seem real. Yeah. The big M mind. The mind is giving the meaning to this place. There is no place, but this place is, is appearing in mind, almost like a dream would appear while you're asleep. It's not appearing in your bedroom, it's appearing in what you are, the space of that. Yeah. Well, the same, the awakened event is the same, same, really. It's a dream, like, it's dreamlike in mind. So everything can either appear to be real or not real based to, on you, you know. And you is not what we are either. You is just what you call the action figure, but the mind. So the mind is giving everything all the meaning it has. Yet mind can't give itself a meaning. Yeah. The mind can't be given a meaning to. It can't be objectified. It can't be described. Yet from it, everything can. Everything is described. Yeah. But it can't be described. It's like a little trick, like the eye can never see itself. Yeah. The eye that's facilitate the seeing can never turn around and see itself. Yeah. It's sort of like we, that thing that we did with the Amani Python thing. The Monty Python thing, you can look at it this way, where you know, the guys are in this, there's a little skit, comedy team from England, yet yeah, called Monty Python. Well, they did this little skit, and they, they're in a, like, they're in, supposedly, it's, it's, like a, it's like a little park in England, but it's supposed to be the jungle in Africa, and they come out and they have their hats, and they're like, they're, they're lost, and they're running out of water and everything, and they're like, oh, this is the end. Claude's, you know, Bill, whatever. And they realize, but someone, something's filming us. And they go, oh, and then they see the film crew. Yeah. And then they're then they think, oh, thank you. And the film crew gives them water. And they go, but someone's seeing us. There's another film crew. Yeah? Oh, no. And then, and then they think, oh, so we found, but we're still being filmed. There's another film crew. That's like mind. Yeah? You can never get behind what's going on. This is, we're appearing in what's going on. We can never get behind that, uh, that film crew. Yeah? We're always being viewed in a sense. Yeah? No matter how many realizations we have, we never get to be the, we don't realize that we're the viewer as this. This has to be sort of negated, and then there's the recognition that you're not what's appearing to the film crew, you're the behind the camera, yeah? That you're not an appearance. You can't be thought about, you can't be conceived, you can't be felt, you can't be touched, yeah? Yet everything, every thought is generated from there, every feeling, every, every seeing, hearing, feeling is generated from there, but what's generating all the seeing can't be seen, yeah? You can't turn the camera onto what's behind the camera. The camera picks up what's in front of it. It can't turn around because if it turned around, that would be behind it, yeah? What's looking can never be looked at, so to speak. So, all right, I'm going to move the camera. But you see, you, you can never get to where, oh, you see it because, yeah, you're just a seeing. You are just the seeing. Now, the mental idea is that you are the seer, uh, that you are an object somehow with subjective qualities. Like, I'm seeing, but I'm the seer. But the seer can't be seen. Yeah, the hearer can't be heard, the feeler can't be felt. That's the a, that's a sort of the, the dilemma when you're using mind to seek mind, you're never going to find it. Because the way the mind is appearing here, it's sort of split into a into like a dreamlike state where it's subject object. Everything seems everything seems that it can, can be experienced and known. Yeah. Yet what's experiencing can never be experienced, and what's knowing can never be known. Yeah. And that's the little dilemma a lot of times our minds run into because we're identified as this. We think there's going to be like the ultimate that to this, yeah? But the whole point is, there is no this, and then that's that. Yeah, that's how it goes. It doesn't go, well, this is finally going to get to the ultimate that, and I'm going to get a little that and put it in this, and I'll be a much better this with some of that, you know? 
But no, this, this, what, this is what's questioned. If this ain't this, it's that. <laughs> so, end of the seeking. Yeah? Not from stopping seeking, but from realizing there is no seeker. Yeah? So that's what happens with the conditional mind. It's, it notices the seeing, but it jumps into a logic of there must be a seer. It notices actions, and people are, we're not saying there's no actions, there's tons of actions. What we're saying, is there an actor? Is there like a specific actor of all these actions? Yeah? That's the question. Not that there's, there's actions or there's feelings. Of course there's feelings. There's an awareness of something called a feeling, but what's aware of the feeling? Yeah? Is it me? If it's me, then I'll, that me represents being the feeler. Yeah? And now I become, the, I'm, I become the cause of the feeling somehow, and then I think I have an ability to change the feeling because I'm actually prior to the feeling. So I have an opinion that I don't want to feel that feeling. It should have some power, but it doesn't, obviously, because you're not the feeler. You're an afterthought. The feeling is noticed by consciousness, and then there's an afterthought that it was you that noticed it, and you believe you're prior to the feelings. And so from that position of being prior, there's a, a logical leap into I should have some control over my feelings based on that they're mine. Yeah? Just like I should have control over my thoughts because they're mine. Yeah? I should have control over what I'm seeing because I'm the seer of it. Yet if you're looking out this way and your eyes are open, you're going to see whatever flies by. I don't care if you made a vow never see a pigeon, it's going to probably be broken in the first second because a pigeon may fly by. And you saw it. Now when you see it, you go, oh, I didn't want to see that. Which comes from thinking you're prior to the scene. Yeah? This is the dilemma we all run into. We're taking ourselves to be prior to what's going on instead of realizing we're actually an afterthought to what's going on. <laughs> the idea of Paul. Paul isn't the, that's why you have trouble wrestling with your thoughts. They're not yours. It's like hurting your know, cats, yeah? They don't, the thoughts don't listen to you from the thinker point of view. I'm the thinker of you, stop! Yeah? You have no power over them because you're not the thinker of them. Yeah? <laughs> the best you can do is people will have a feeling and they'll go, I didn't want to feel that, but they already felt it. The feeling had already got registered before their opinions came up, which is, I didn't want to feel that way. <laughs> but you did. You know what I mean? I didn't want to get hit by a car, but I did. Yeah? That's the, that's the one thing we want to skip over all day, the conditional mind. It wants to assume that it's in a position of power where it isn't. It's not there. Yeah? The feeling of being poor is generated thought. It's a thought that generates that. Yeah? And the thought generates is generated so much that now it's taken to be so. You don't even feel like you're thinking it. You feel like you're the thinker of all the other thoughts. But you don't see that the thought of being the thinker is also a thought. Yeah? It's like, this is the point. You take yourself as far as you can and you'll realize what you're calling yourself to be is only in the content. Yeah? And yet what you are is behind the camera. What you think you are can only be in front of the camera. What we're trying to do is imply that, yeah, I'm appearing in front of the camera, but I'm also be behind the camera. It doesn't work that way. The recognition I may not be that which is in front of the camera may lead to the recognition I am what's behind the camera. Yeah? But you can't have it both ways. You can't have, oh, I'm over here, I'm going to experience that which is over here. Yeah? You can't experience what you are. You can't, you, you couldn't produce enough distance to have an experience of it. Yeah? That's, it's like that statement St. Francis, what's looking is what you're looking for. So you go, where? Where? That's it, what's looking. So you're busy demonstrating the statement, that's what you're looking for. But how, I can't see it, exactly. You can't see it. That's why it's what's looking. What's looking can't be seen. What? Oh yeah. I'm seeing what you call you. 
I'm seeing what you call you. That's not what it is. Why? Because it's seeing. That's, that, that disqualifies it immediately. End of story. If you take yourself to be this, this is being seen by another. Like an old master said, whatever can be perceived can't be what's perceiving. Yeah? So this, this cannot be what's perceiving. Because why? It can be perceived. End of story. It should be cut off. But, no, no but. Just rest there. What do you mean? What's looking? Yeah, I get that. Is what you're looking for. I've been looking for it for quite a while. I know. But that's what's looking. Why can't I freaking find it? Because it's what's looking. And what's looking implies it can't be seen. Yeah. If it can be looked at, then you can find it. But it's not what can be looked at. It's what's looking. What? Yeah. Let me run it by you again. What's confusing us? It's not something that I can see. So while I'm looking for it, I'm blind to the fact that it's what's looking. I don't get it. I know. That's why you keep looking for it. If you keep looking for it, you keep going to keep being frustrated, and it's never going to stop. It's never going to work because it can't be seen. Then why the hell am I looking for it? Exactly. It's the exact wrong approach to what can't be seen to be looking for it. Oh, come on. No, I'm serious. You'll save yourself a lot of time and trouble if you called off the search. <laughs> but how am I going to find it? You're not. With an old statement. You're, what you're seeking is the seeker. What? Yes. The seeker is what is being sought. Really? Yes. How am I ever going to find that out? Stop looking. <laughs> I can't. Exactly. Then it may dawn on you. You know, and once it flips, then the logic of that conditional mind will seem as poor as it, as it really is, as poor and like Swiss cheesy as it really is. There's so many holes in it, yeah? So many holes in it. We keep throwing what we are out to become objectified with the hope that we, as what we're not, will find it. And in finding it, it may produce a great advantage to what we're not. Instead of just questioning what the hell you are, if you're not that, really, that's that. All the bets are off. And then maybe you'll find out what you are while you're looking, while you're hearing, while you're feeling, while you're tasting, while you're touching. You may realize you're, you're not a thing that can be felt, tasted, or touched, but it's generating all the feeling, all the tasting, and all the touching at all times. And it's not a thing that's doing it. Yeah? That's why you're having difficulty seeing it, because you'll never have the eyes to behold it. Because it's behind every eye. It's what's looking. What's looking cannot be looked at. It can't be looked for. It cannot be found. Yeah? It cannot be lost. Every, every, moment, every moment you're looking for what you thought is lost is the fineness of that. You're there, looking. <laughs> That's it. I don't get it. I know. It's frustrating. Because the logic, the brain, it, go, it goes this loop and just, it's like, it, it clicks and it just goes back and tries to figure it out more and more and more and more. I'm going to fucking find this. <laughs> I'm going to go to so many of these meetings, I'm going to get it once. You know what I mean? I am. I'm going to be here to get it. Good luck. Some old wise people said it, it'll go. You can do it for ages and nothing will ever happen. Well, uh, this is, I'm exempt. It's, I'm special. I'm going to get this. I'm going to see that motherfucking thing for once. No, you're see it looking from it right now. What? Yes. <laughs> it's like putting down the rock and the rock is you. And how can you put down you? You can't. That's putting down the rock. Yeah? You can't 
if, if you did this to put down the rock, that would be you putting down the rock. You see? No matter how many U's you call the rock you're going to put down, there's a U putting it down. Yeah? The self thing will just regenerate, regroup, 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 regroup. You don't have to put it down because you've never been, you've never picked it up. There's no one there. See what happens with thoughts if they're not yours. They may lose the power they seem to have over you because the power they seem to have over you is not from them, but from you. Simply and quickly recognize the bridge where the shift of power occurs is called mine. When a thought is seen as my thought or about me, it now is delivered a lot of power to generate an effect on what is the only reality there is, which is us. Not as the reality, but as what we're seemingly not, the action figure. And the action figure means the brain, the emotional body, all this stuff, yes? So the effects from that unknowing will produce here by our reality being given to things that aren't real. Like the Course would say, you and I are dreaming this dream. We forget that we're the dreamer of the dream. And in that forgetfulness, now I believe how you forget it is by remembering that you're a long-lasting, independent, separate entity, an action figure. Yes? When that's in place, you forget that you're not an action figure. And in that case, now, in that forgetfulness, you give everything that you're dreaming, events, situations, everything, the power to affect you. Not as what you are, but as what's appearing to you now. This, yeah? So the slings and arrows, if you follow them, you could follow them all the way back to the source. They're coming from right where you believe you are. We think it's from outside and everything, but if you really followed it, like in recovery, they say, hey, you know, people are going to step on your toes without provocation. But if you looked at it, you would invariably find that you made a decision based on self that puts you in this position to be hurt. End of statement. No exemptions, not just on Tuesdays and Thursdays, like all the freaking time. So you see, all right, so when I make a decision based on self, it tends to sort of produce effects here. Who, what's powering that? You. Yeah. Where else is it, get, where is it getting its power? How can an illusion have an effect over you? The only thing, the only thi- thing, the illusion has no power at all whatsoever. Yeah? It's you seeing, seeing it as real that gives it its power, yeah? When I take a, an imaginary tiger or a drunk-like tiger to be real, and I believe it's in this little room, it's going to provoke a lot of anxiety in me. Yeah? Now, if I could see that the tiger wasn't real, then that tiger wouldn't be able to affect me. But the best way is just to see that you're not real. When you realize you're not this dreamt object, then the power that you gave to other dreamt objects shifts. Yeah? You wake up. You come to wake up from the dream. You don't wake up. You are totally awake. You wake up from the dream, and what you wake up into the easy, simple recognition is that you're on. You're awake. You've never not been awake. You've never not been what's looking. I don't, no matter how, ma- how many ways you took yourself to be the one who's looking for, if you're looking in pornography or this and that, it didn't change, the, it didn't change what's looking at all, ever. Yes? It may change this, it may change a lot, but it ain't changing what we are. That's, that is not touched by any of the shenanigans going on here. That's the joy. I mean, in that state, there's no need for, for entertaining it. That's all it is. It's, nice, it's important where it can be forgotten to entertain it, because then it can produce an effect here in this dream. You can travel lighter through your freaking days. Yeah? Can I ask a question? Sure. Uh, I understand the part about um, calling off the search, as you call it. Um, do you suggest just not doing anything, like doing nothing? Like, you know, what, like what's the implications of that? Find out. Maybe you'll realize when something, when an action occurs, there isn't any actor. So all your actions will lose a lot of meaning. They won't be about you anymore, and they may be a lot more, uh, a lot more fluid, yes? 
They'll be forgotten quicker, I'll tell you that much. You will forget your days like that. Yeah, because you, all the meaning will shift. Yeah. It's not. In order to realize that, doesn't it help like reminding me of the fact once again? Well, that's why we're having this meeting. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Repetition is helpful. Because it's all the all that all it is 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 introducing it to the mind. Yeah. If the mind gets it, it's gotten. <laughs> if you get it, you'll think you can lose it. When the mind got gets it, it's gotten. Yeah, it's not. It has nothing to do with losing and vigilance. It's just a recognition, and that's that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, if it will it pan out completely in your life, maybe. May it may it look like it takes time to get lighter and lighter, and maybe who knows? It, has, it can do anything it freaking wants. Yeah. The Course has a beautiful statement. The Course of Miracles says, again, you you and I are the dreamer of this dream, and what's going to happen is we're going to dream ourselves out of the dream. Yeah, the mind is going to dream itself out of the dream it's having. Yeah, and while doing so, what the effect of that's going to be in the dream is the dream will get happier. Yeah, it's beautiful to me. It's a beautiful statement. Yeah. So let's say the mind is the is is the dreaming of this place. What better way to get out of a place it's dreamt is to dream itself out of the place that it dreamt itself in. Beautiful, yeah. And just like as it dreams itself in, it can seem to get heavier and heavier. As it dreams itself out, it'll get to, it'll seem to get lighter and lighter. Yeah, yeah. And you'll know the tree by its fruits. You know? Something will occur to you here, and there'll be a could be in a sudden flash. It may take time, but there'll be like. An unspoken yes in your gut, maybe. Well, it's just a done deal, yeah? You realize that all of this is never going to find out about what's looking. It's never going to have the experience of it, ever. Yeah? All that meaning you gave this cannot make it possible for it. Yeah? It's severely limited by the fact that it's a dreamt object. Yeah? It's objectified. It's a thing. In that, it has its limitations. It's never going to, even if he stares at the camera forever, it's never going to find itself behind the camera. This is content, and all the content. And it's the more deeply you feel about it, that you're this, the more possibility you can produ- produce angst and, and longing and all of this. It doesn't matter. It ain't ever going to happen. That's the, that's the greatest relief, is the need to be liberated. You realize what needs to be liberated can never be liberated. And that's, in a sense, the liberation, really. Yeah? You're never going to get out of here, because there's a strong belief you're in. Yeah? And if you're identified with this, which is all about verifying the inness of this place, you're never ever going to be able to use this to get out. This is in. This is in the content. It's never going to transcend it and be an out. You're not going to be a body outside the content. Yeah, it's not going to happen. And yet we want it to deal. We want to really be there to get it. We even want to be there to experience our own absence. Yeah, we do. It's a strong urge, and it, the logic is like a skip and a record. It just keeps hitting it. And no matter how it gets confronted with it, like slap, it just just refuses to go, go along with the plan. No, I'm something. It's like we saw a movie where there's a a guy and he's got he's got memories and he's got pictures on it. He's working on the moon. Yeah, I'm going to ruin a movie for you, but I'm going to do it anyway. There's a movie called Moon, and it's this one guy he saw it right. So he's working at that place, and they they found a new power source to run the, you know, the, the demands of the earth so that they mine this thing, this rock or something. And so he's working there and he's, and he's on a five-year contract and it's only one guy running up to all these machines. And he's got his little place where he sleeps and his pictures of his family and it's on earth and all like this. And he's got his Boston Red Sox hat on so he's got an allegiance to a hometown team and all this stuff. That's a great story. And he's getting ready to go. It's gonna, his contract's ending soon. And so something happens with one of the machines, so he goes out there. And what happens, there was a mistake or something. He finds a, a, a person in a spacesuit, 
and looks in, it looks quite like him. <laughs> so he brings the guy back, and the guy's sort of alive. And now there's two of him there. Him, the guy with the story, Boston Red Sox, and here's another guy who has his own story. But they look just alike. And the one guy breaks the news to him, hey, you're a clone, bro, you know? What? Oh, yeah, that family back Earth. There's no family back to the Earth. He says, no way. No freaking, oh, yeah, yeah. I'm going home soon. No, no, no. And he takes him downstairs, and there's all these capsules of thousands of the replicas. They're all the same. And they just use it to do the work. And the way they work the best, these things, is to think they're, they have meaning, you know, that they're relative. Yes? That's what keeps the... The, the interest and the, the engine going, so to speak, yeah, is this, this, this thing of meaning and relevance. And so here's the clone getting the news that it's a clone, yeah? Pretty obviously, there is, well, he thought he was an individual, and there's the same guy, but this guy has totally different, he's more anxious than him, and he has different qualities, but it's the same, same sort of model, so to speak. So what happens is, though, the clone hears that he's not a clone, as, as, as a person, though, the programming is so strong, it never goes right through. It's caught, this incredible information that it's a clone is caught by the programming. I'm a person. Yeah? You're a clone. I, oh, yeah, I get it. But what they get is it gets translated into I'm a clone as a person, though. It's incredibly terrible news as a person to find out I'm a clone. <laughs> and he can't get over the programming. Yeah? He feels like this historical action figure. And everything is being uh, interpreted from that point of view. Everything. Even the news that he isn't. Yeah? Even this incredible, convincing, factual evidence that there's thousands of him, it, it, it gets caught or received by the singularity of being a special character. And it can't be broken, the programming, in a way. Yeah? So, you hear this message that you're not this, but usually it's heard as what you're not. This is the one little trick, yeah? So you hear the message, and you're sitting like this, but what's nodding is what you're not, in a sense. So, no matter how convincing it's delivered, it will still, the myth that goes up is a manufactured myth that catches this ball. <laughs> Even if the ball is supposed to be signaling there's no game, you're hearing it is still the game. Yeah. <laughs> and there's no escape. That's the good news. It doesn't sound good to the person, yeah, that it's a clone, but what he's going to be relieved of is the whole personhood, which is hallelujah, actually. Yeah. But while the personhood's there, it's, it's, it's tenacity of, of interpreting everything that it comes in contact with is pretty damn quick and pretty, be, uh, pretty, da uh, pretty damn good, yeah? So in a way, you are never going to get it. You're never going to get that you're a non-person as a person, ever. Yeah? This, your sense of non-personhood would be enveloped in the feeling of being a person. When you hear that you're not, you're, you're, it's going to be defined by what you're not. Yeah? That's it. This is, the, this is the place that you don't need to escape from. Just see it. And then, the, then both negate each other. The news of the clone negates that you're a person. Shit! And then the clone is negated. Yeah? That's the real, real beauty of it all. Yeah? The clone ain't going to get the person. The clone, it's not. The revelation is not going to happen when it's caught by the personhood, yeah? But when the personhood is seen not to be so, there's not even a need to realize you're a clone. None of that has to happen. You just see you're not that, yeah? And then the, the idea of not that is gone also. You're not that, and you're not not that, yeah? And then what, it, what you're left with, find out. 
I would say your original face. I would say the mind undisturbed by the splitness of the manifestation. Or you want to call whole mind or raw mind. I like to use the word raw, and not conditional, but raw mind. And that aspect of mind, though always available, hasn't been really addressed much. Not because of what it is, but by what you take yourself to be. Yeah. Now suddenly, this becomes a vehicle for that to express itself, not as a you, but through a you. Yeah. And the you, quote-unquote, is the beneficiary of it. Because what the you was truly looking for was to have relief from the you. But it's determined or a program to seek relief as the you, for the you, by the you, or another you, like a savior, yeah? but not from it. Yeah? Yet that's what happens. It doesn't have to be killed or vanquished. It's, as, it's like a blow-up doll. If you stop blowing into it, it can't take the appearance of a doll. Ooh, it's us. With the thought system always saying, you're the thinker. You're. This mind, and this mind's infinitely got as much breath as possible, so what? <laughs> but it may get to a point where it's tired of blowing up this doll like a toy thing and wants to move on to something else, you know? Or nothing else, let's say. And nothing's going to stop it. Like Ramana Maharaj said, hey, if you heard this thing and it's, this is what's for you, it's like your head is in the tiger's mouth. You can't get it out now. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> And over time you'll see, hey, the dream called Paul and Deb and everyone just gets happier. It may not mean happier like I get everything I want, but there's a lightness to the whole event, there, which there wasn't before. Before everything seemed very heavy-handed, now the hand has been lifted. Yeah? It's sort of like if, if you were, when you were a baby, if someone put a hand on your shoulder and it was never removed, you wouldn't know it was there. You would be trying to describe its effects and speculating what caused it, but you wouldn't have a freaking clue, yeah? But, at one point, if it lifted, you would know it by its absence, yeah? As soon as its influence is lifted, you realize its influence. You never realize the influence of selfing when you're under it. You really don't. When you get a, a lift of it and you get some freedom of it, then you realize, Jesus Christ. <laughs> then you can see what places, because if you follow the hand, it goes back to you. <laughs> it isn't like some freaking monster put his hand. No! Wait a minute. It's, it's what's looking again. <laughs> I can never fucking find it. I know. You know what's looking. No, I just don't get it. It's so frustrating. I can't figure it out exactly. <laughs> so this is all this is about. is a simple invitation. Realize the futility of what you are, of what you're not trying to find what you are. And it doesn't mean it's going to stop. What's gonna, what happens is you just lose interest in it. Yeah? It's still going to take itself to be the center of the universe. You just won't. That's all. You're not going to send it to, like, grooming school. It's not going to behave itself. It's just an apparition that's being produced by conditional activities. Yeah? That doesn't have to stop. It's your interest and attention. If it's withdrawn, and it's not you with, with withdrawing it, you just realize it's not about you, and then it gets withdrawn, and then it gets invested maybe right where you are, like tonight, and maybe it will enrich your Wednesday night. Instead of being so attentive to yesterday and tomorrow, which enslaves you this Wednesday night. Because how are you going to deal with three weeks ago, tonight? The only rational way to deal with it is that it's not happening. That's the only appropriate response. Yet how many people have that, that response? Very few. Yeah? The only way you can deal with what's not happening is recognizing it's not happening. As soon as you give it relevance, it's going to be seemingly happening. The same thing with this. 
This thing is constantly being given relevance that it's you. Yeah. You know, this, this man, we were at a talk, and he said, well, tell me where the selfie starts. Somebody, I think that was what it was. So I had this idea. There you go. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> well, literally, the feeling that he had the idea, very innocent, but that's, that's it. It's done right there. What? <laughs> <But>, oh, yeah. <laughs> Have you seen people, I knew this lady, she was incredible. She could worry about anything. And about not happening. Nothing, none of it was happening. You could talk about something that was happening in Pakistan, and I could watch her mind related to her in like a half a second. Yeah? It was incredible. This is what selfing's like. It's constant, everything. It hears about non-self, it uses that to point to the self. It doesn't. It hears about you know, voidness. You're the one that's going to be in the void. <laughs> You're like an astronaut, like in that movie Gravity. I'm in the void. That's not the void. There's no thing in the void. You can't go into the void. That's why void implies. It's void of anything. But I entered the void. No, you didn't. That was just another mental state that you're calling the void. That's the only way where you can be appearing in the void is if it isn't the void. <laughs> so to realize you're not what's looking is because you're, you've been looked at. <laughs> There's like, number, let's say for the internet uh, crowd, 400 people here are looking at you. Yeah. I beg to differ. Yeah. No. I'm telling you, every movement is subtly implying that you're the mover. If you wait to try to get that all ironed out, fuck it, forget about it. Just entertain certain possibilities. They'll trigger more possibilities to show up, yes? And the mind will dream itself out of it. Not as you, but from you. Yeah? Just, that's all it is. These things are little like, like little possibilities being thrown out. Let the mind gravitate around it and see what it makes out of it. Yeah? It may just make up a lot of space. Then you'll feel that sense of spaciousness or presence or whatever. And then you're on to something. And allow and then maybe feed it again. Put it in there and now this. You know, and then let it do its thing. Usually when it entertains something, it won't take any time and it'll become really spacious. So there's a Instead of be so contracted as you, you'll be coming out of that seemingly, and you'll be expansive. You'll feel the presence that you've been so dying to look for and find. You'll feel it when you're disinterested in you. Yeah, because you, the sense of self, is synonymous with time. The sense of self is synonymous with space. Yeah. Synonymous. The self appears in time and space. It's like they're like blood brothers. Yeah? Their thought system is drenched in time. All the thoughts are, are, in, the, are, are in the frame of time. You're, either, you're thinking about yesterday or tomorrow. They're all totally. None of these things that are produced by a system are ever going to transcend the system that produces it. And the feeling of you has been produced by a system. Yeah? And that system has this idea that you're not the system and that you can leave the system. Good fucking luck. Not as the product of the system you ain't. Yeah. If you realize you're not that, you may find you are never in the system. Therefore, there's no need to get out of it. Yeah, that's to me is the quickest way. The quickest way to leave someplace is realize you were never in it. Yeah. Really, you've, you've left it so well you don't even have the feeling of you haven't been there <laughs> you may not have the experience of leaving it but I'm telling you it's, it's worth so much more realizing you were never there to begin with <laughs> the 
it's a tricky little thing where when the mind clicks, it starts opening up. It's like, you ever see those movies where they click the thing and this whole thing, one little, and then the whole thing, the whole puzzle opens up and it's this huge space. That's what, like, mind is like. Mind, in a way, is, is like a, it's like a marathon runner in a closet, yeah? It's just going over the same old, oh, it's all about me, or time, yes. You know, da, 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 da. and then finally it gets a possibility that hasn't been branded by a company or whatever, and then it runs with it, and it's fucking like a free range mind. It's just, man, it's getting, it's having a sense of its own nature in a way. Man, let it roam, man. It doesn't need to go back. To, it can, it can do quite well out in the space. It doesn't need to go back to the fucking stable. Yeah, of conformity. No, let it run around. Yep. Yeah. yeah, yeah. If the seer no longer means, what happens? What do you do with the action seer? <laughs> once, once you know, you find out. To use that vessel. Well. If it, if it was this action figure, it would go surf, maybe. <laughs> if it's that action figure, maybe you go dancing. Who knows? I but you know. still have a responsibility to that shell to make the effort to observe it, putting on a swimsuit, getting on the board. And I don't have that responsibility. That's your nature. You can help. You cannot help but see when you're all that is. But if you're the seeing, you cannot help the see. There's going to be a lot of seeing going on. Yeah. But there's no seer, and there's no scene in a way. That's the freedom. This thing's gonna. This thing's been wound up like an action figure toy, yeah. And it, it has its little. It's on its little game board. It's just gonna do what it does. It doesn't need to have so much thought about it. Find out. Put it to the test. I've gone quite well for years, you know, not thinking much about what I'm doing. I know what I need to know when I need to know it. And most of the other times, I don't, if I don't need to know something, I'm not, there's nothing to know. You know? That's quite spacious. I have a working mind, like some teacher used to call it, the working mind. If I have a problem, it rises, deals with it, and then recedes. Yeah? Like if I can't find my keys, memory kicks in. Where was I an hour ago? Where was I then? Where was the body? And when the keys are found, that's it. It's done its job. Receipts. Yeah, instead of constantly, you know, listening to K-Paul all day about the golden memories <laughs> of Paul and then the future hits of Paul or whatever. And who's going to stop me from getting what I want? All this, whatever. Who's going to help me get what? None of that. All that. You just have, you have like a, a spacious mind, yeah? Yeah. You know, while you, when the thoughts are noticed, they're heard, they're happening in a milu of mind, yeah? Now, it doesn't mean, usually if you're absorbed in the thoughts, you're not aware of the milu, but if you're aware of the milu, you will, be, you will see the thoughts. You'll hear them, too, yeah? Usually when you're engaged in the thoughts, you don't sense the space, but when you're in the space, you'll sense the thoughts. Yeah? You sense them. Yeah? And then you start relying on an aspect of mind that isn't so conditioned in time. The thought system that we're saddled with is aptly stated as self-centeredness, yeah? The whole thought system is centered on this idea, this premise that you're an action figure, you're the self, that you're the doer, the haver, the thinker, the seer, the feeler. And it's a bogus uh, claim. Yeah? And if you really looked at it, you would probably see that all the aberrations and all the mutations of all these mental and emotional sufferings are probably rooted back into that Petri dish of that one little mistake or one little miscalibration, taking myself to be something that I'm not. It just geometrically progresses, but it's, it's like thousands of echo of the same, of the same note, you know? That note that's off just echoes, 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 echoes. Yeah? So to rely on the system of thought that we're saddled with is going to, is, jeez. You're going to be enslaved to time. Time is going to have 
more importance than this moment, definitely. Because this moment will be just looked at as a stepping stone to a better moment in the future. Or it will be measured up to a past moment and found lacking. Yeah? It will never be left as it is. It will be left, it will always be bookended by the conditional mind's system, its programming. Yeah? And what's the program cannot get out of the programming. All you can do is drop the message in the programming, hey, maybe you're not that. <laughs> what? Well, maybe you're not the center of the system, self. Well, what is that going to mean? Find out. Just entertain it. See where it takes you. I found it took me to a, an ease and comfort that was unimaginable when I was addicted to the thoughts. Because it's very difficult to have an easing comfort. It's very easy to have an easing comfort now, but not with this huge weather front of what could possibly happen tomorrow hanging over you all day. Yeah? Or these past reflections of other shit. There's no freaking way you can enjoy the parade of the day. None. You can, and then only what you do is because of that lacking ability, then you hope there'll be a great parade later or reminisce about what a great parade you were in the past. All the while, they're used to deny the possibility of being in the parade now. So how great is it to have a great parade in the past if it's being used by the selfing to invalidate this opportunity? Yeah. Be free of the memories and the nostalgia and shit. Because the selfing will use that to rip you off now sometimes. You've got to want the selfing is a movement of mind that has a mental, you know, the a mental process of the conditional mind that is parasitical in nature. It claims stuff to use it to emphasize itself. Yeah? So the whole idea of self-centeredness is almost like a foreign installment. Yeah? It's using this host, this body, yes, to present itself as the one who's in the host, in the host, the one who's in the body. Yeah? And it will even have an ego. Oh, I have an ego, and the ego is driving me crazy. I, I got to get rid of this ego. The feeling of having the ego is the bondage of self, not the fucking ego. The ego, the idea of an ego, will be used what by what's bonding you to the idea of self to bind you to the idea of self. Yeah, it's the ego is no problem. It's the one who has the ego is the problem. Yes. Possessions are no problem. They're, it's the one who have the. It's the possessor. The thinking, in a sense, is no problem. It's the thinker. Yeah. There's going to be thousands of thoughts, but they're all going to be held on with this one thought that you're the thinker. Go there. That's where the relief is. Not oh, I got to get these out and these are good thoughts, I'm going to generate more of these and forget that, you know, and then I have those sexual perverse thoughts I can't share with anyone, but I sort of like them sort of at a certain time. <laughs> you know, you know you're, now it's like your field of thoughts, like you're the fucking domain head, you know. Oh, yes, no. No, look at the idea of being the thinker. If you're not that, it's amazing how thoughts will return or be allowed to return to their real nature, which is they come and go. You know? <laughs> That's why I share this, I'm telling you. I was looking quite sincerely for quite a while running up against the parameters of, this, of the system that I was engaged as. And there was never going to be a way out. Even though I was looking for tons of ways out, they were all another form of being in. I had no idea of this till in, except through hindsight. Then when I realized, Jesus Christ, what was going on, I stopped doing a lot of stuff. Not I chose it, it just stopped. And I was left with myself for a while. Yeah, And I realized... A lot of things happened, you know. I entertained possibilities and they led to other possibilities. And these possibilities, not just fanciful little entertainments up here, had weight in my life. They started to change how I was going through life on a radical, large level, where uh, I consistently started to travel lighter over the geography of my life, Yeah good and bad things, my girlfriend getting cancer, other stuff like that. Blah, 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 blah. And I realized, jeez, with really no thought or effort on my part. 
No vigilance. I didn't have to re-up every fucking day or do four hours of this or that. It was just my mind was just entertaining possibilities that bore some incredible fruit. Yeah. And I'm still that happens all the day, all day. Yeah. You're on. That's the indisputable fact. Now the you that thinks it's on is disputable, disputable, but not the onness, and that's the beauty of it. We're afraid that if the you is negated, the onness is going to go. No, 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 no. It's like that that experience of a snake, yeah, the snake molting its skin. I like this one because it makes it makes a lot of sense to me. So here's the snake. Every year it molts its skin. It doesn't plan on molting, you know. It can't, it can't molt. The snake, snake doesn't precipitate the molting, you know. It doesn't lose its skin. All right, I'm going to lose my skin today. That, it's just, this is what we do as something. We talk. <laughs> it has nothing to do with you, but you think you have something a lot to do with it. So here's the snake, and it's time, and it's getting near the point where it's going to molt skin. So there's the skin. So we're going to look at this one event from two points of view. From the skin's point of view, this is a very scary event that's coming. Because the skin, because it's seemingly, it's attached to the snake, has taken, it takes itself to be the snake. Yeah? And it figures, Jesus, if I'm gone, everything's gone. But that's not the truth. So it's like really worried. So it's jacking into the snake's thought system, which isn't probably too complex, you know. And it says, listen, get some moisturizer, snake. And now it has an urge to get moisturizer. Don't go out in the new day sun. Don't go over these rocks. They may rip you. So now the life is, now the snake life is being dictated from the, the, the skin's agenda. Yeah? So the snake's probably feeling pretty fucking weird bathing, moisturizing, and staying inside his little, you know, in the sun. But it's take, it's it's jacked in. Hey, this is me talking. So I'm fucking, I'm getting that moisturizer. I'm doing this. And then, so, so there it is. The skin's scared as shit. Because it knows when it falls off, there's still going to be the snake. <laughs> its whole story is going to be totally kaput. <laughs> so it's got to stay on the snake. So, but from the snake's point of view, it's hallelujah. It's going to get new skin that will be more attractive to other, like, female snakes, probably. It'll be smoother along the rocks. It'll be lighter. It'll travel lighter. Yeah? And it's nothing it did. It didn't bring it about. It's just sort of a gift that it gets rid of the old and the new is, is, is put in. Yeah? Same event. Seen from two different points of view. That's exactly what happens with us. A lot of times, where we think we are is in the state of selfing. So we're looking at life from that point of view, and it perceives threats, which are really incredible opportunities. But it will see it as a threat, and it will do almost anything to convince this whole event not to go anywhere near that. Yet that's exactly where this would be best at. Yeah? Where, if you've seen this as, as failed, and you really get it, it still wasn't failed just because it had a bad t- run, you know, of a few weeks. It's a failed system. If you really get it's a failed system, it's like a sober assessment. Your mind may start leaving it, yes? It's not going to rely on it anymore. And where the reliance is most definitely pronounced is in the art, in, in, the, in the following and the devotion to the thoughts. You start seeing them in a different light, and you stop taking their fucking advice. Yeah? You're not navigated by the skin anymore. And the whole snake does a whole lot better, so to speak. Yeah? Now, someone say, well, doesn't that mean there's a you that's doing that? No. There's just what's happening. Yeah? I would say it's mine doing it. And I believe mine's been doing everything the whole time. Yeah? There was no need. When you were a kid flailing around, there was no feeling of it being you. You weren't doing then. You had no sense that you were doing it then. What was doing it then? The same thing that's doing it now. Yeah? Sounds cool. You can hear the wind. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the spirit is coming to me. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, 
So there's more fun in here than it is out there right now, so keep going. Hmm? I said it's more fun in here right now than it is going to be out there. Well, who knows? There may be a lot of fun out there. Some, you see, blue will become blue and red. Things become obvious, clear. Yeah. Not by polishing, you know, mm-hmm. but just by... Uh, and to just entertain certain simple possibilities. If you want to start on a pretty simple level, just question maybe the thoughts. You know, just see, are these mine, you know? Or am I the thinker of them? Because I found most of the interest things have is because you're engaged with them. If you're not really engaged with them, you may not have much interest in them. And it can apply to the thoughts quite easily. Yeah. In other words, if you're not a thinker, the thoughts will be held in a whole different way. They won't have as much weight as they do because they don't have weight in and of themselves. You're giving them the weight through the idea of being the doer of them. Yeah, just like you're doing with actions, you know? How much guilt and shame has your head... Uh, harvested out of past actions for some huge amounts of guilt and shame. They feel so bad of what they've committed in life or and or omitted in life. Yes? And that's all rooted in the branch of personal doership. Yeah? All guilt and shame has, comes from the assumption that you're the doer of the action. Yeah? You see what it produces? So you look at it, am I not, if, like, if I'm not the doer, then whose life is it anyway? You'll see the whole story about this being your life is that you're the doer of it. Yeah? And this is like, this is like shaking the tree, in a sense. You just ask these questions, and it starts shaking the tree that you've never even gone and touched. You've just lived under your whole fucking life. It starts shaking the tree and see what's going on, you know? And downloads are certainly like the things that fall out. Some of them hit you in the head, some hit you in the heart, in your gut, and things get digested, and then uh, that fruit bears more fruit. So just question certain, you know, question certain things, you know. Yeah. So, yeah, we, we kind of shape the tree, and that to me seems a bit like a, a gradual process in a way, and you can shape it a little more. But then, what you're talking about, this realization, it's really like a switch, isn't it? I mean, it, it is, but they, it can go both ways. Yeah, it's a switch that never needs to be turned on, it's or it, there's only one, it's on. But it can appear, it can happen, it can, to us, as an experience, it can appear to happen immediately and or over time. And so it feels, and it can feel like that it's getting deeper, even though it isn't. But it can feel like it. That's the beauty of this experience here, is how we'll express it, yeah? And to me, I believe this whole event is truly about expression, really. The manifestation, it's just mind expressing yeah. So it's lovely how it can how it takes shape in people's lives in so many different ways because there's seemingly all these different people. It's a beautiful event, I find. Yeah. Yeah. So like a lot of people you go see them, they have the loving gaze and they're very sitting there quietly. And then there's other people more animated and stuff. Yet, yeah, you know, it's the same mind. Yeah, just expressing itself differently. I'm a little, I get tired of the same expression anyway, you know. I, I walked in and everyone had the loving gaze and just sat there. And, you know, I peek and think something's going on, you know. You know what I mean? This doesn't seem right. It's like when I was younger and we, the gurus started coming to America, gurus from India, and, uh, and I got involved with one when I was like 18, 19. It was wild. And so the gurus came, and then uh, they used to have this thing called Leela. 
which would be the play of the divine. Yeah. So in other words, he or she was just playing around here. Yeah. And it would maybe it would be very confusing to you because you're the one that's being played, so to speak. You know. <laughs> but so you're not meant to understand because that's what they're doing. It's just the divine lila. And so you go, yeah, yeah, I, I get that idea, you know, I didn't know. But then every one of the divine realists is pretty the same. Money, sex, <laughs> like that, you know what I mean? I said, why doesn't come, someone finally come, like, with humility? And, you know what I mean? It would really surprise us, because everyone's done the same act. They have tons of money doing drugs and this like that. Okay, it's not a big, it's not the leeler anymore. You know, I mean, why not humility and nice to people? You know? Whatever. It was just funny, and that movement died so quickly in America because it came in with a big bang, and then people got disillusioned pretty quickly. They did, in a general, I mean, the general sense, because they just couldn't. It just wasn't flying over in this type of culture. Yeah, it just doesn't. So. For me, this isn't has nothing to do with anything. It's just something that you you entertain, yeah. That there is no message. You're the message, yeah. Any message has to lead to that. You're the message. You're the product, yeah. We don't have any follow-up things, or you're going to move on to different levels of intensity. You know what I mean? And you'll have a different leisure suit color than I do. I'll have the white one. You'll have it orange or whatever, sea green or something like that. You know? It's just here's the invitation. Same every week, all the time, because this is where it's at. You know? You entertain the possibilities that are being uh, that are, be, are being made available. There's going to be an availability around it, yeah? yeah. So people call me up, oh, what are you going to talk about this week? Same as I did last week. <laughs> <laughs> the last 19 years. <laughs> well, when are we going to have a, a retreat? Never. Never have a retreat. But what, the intensive, uh, no, no intensives. Isn't this intense enough? You need more intensity? You think more means better? Yes, that's what it means. We mean more intensity. All right, sure. See, all this is constantly, the frame is constantly influencing every, every hearing, every thinking, everything here. The frame of self-centeredness is, is, defining how we understand, how we see, how we think. And part of its definition is that we don't think so. <laughs> we don't think that's the case. It's not there. <laughs> we, don't think, we don't think that's the case. We don't. <laughs> I mean, I know a lot of alcoholics and addicts, they sincerely think, they don't think they're an alcoholic, and they are fucking an alcoholic, or an addict, but they sincerely, I don't think I am, I know you don't, that's part of being one, is you don't think you're one, what, oh yes, that's part of the disease, what, yes, you don't really think you're not, but you're fucking a full-blown one, <laughs> I can't get it exactly. The system is, is is supporting its own survival at your expense. That's what it does. Yeah. So that's it, eh? Yeah. <laughs> I love to say that. That's it. <laughs> Let's have a break for me. <laughs> there is no break. <laughs> That's why people want to find an entrance because that means they they we're out of it. No, you're completely out. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know. I know. Well, that's actually the. See, I'm referring to the frame and the picture's gone. It was never there. 
That's the whole point. But I'm sure there's a frame. <laughs> I know there is. No, there isn't. <laughs> All right. Will you end with a prayer if you like to say this? Thanks for everyone coming. Always a pleasure to enjoy the space. In recovery, we say there's a loving God expressing itself through a good conscience. It's yeah, a really lovely statement. So, uh, the wee version of Serenity Prayer of God, God, grant us the serenity to accept the things we cannot change, the courage to change the things we can, and the wisdom to know the difference. Keep coming back before our steps. Thank <laughs> you.